Warning, the following content is considered for mature audiences only. Welcome everybody to the When You Were podcast, where we will be taking you back to when you were by telling stories from our past and present. We have two stories on hand for you today, Nashti in Nashville and Hot Tub Time Machine. But before we get into our stories, we have our introductions, of course, and our random thoughts slash events of the day. As always, I am your host, Sam, accompanied by your co-host, Forrest. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. And your other co-host, Austin. How's it going, everybody? And a special guest today, Megan. Hello. Okay, Megan, so we're going to start off with you because you said you had a pretty interesting okay. story to tell or event that happened this week. Mm-hmm. So I was hanging out with my girls, we'll call them uh, Redhead and Loudmouth, and we were all driving around in my car, and we got into the topic of our sex lives and just very personal information that we really wouldn't want other people to hear. So, so very detailed things yes, about that. Yes, very, very detail in detail, like things you would discuss with your very close friends who you've known for years. What we didn't know was that Loudmouth had accidentally called a person and left a three-minute voicemail of our entire conversation, and it went straight to her mother. Oh, my God. And you guys are in high school. We are in high school. Um, Well, actually, Redhead is out of high school. Loudmouth is younger than me, but it is still a disaster. What her mother ended up saying after listening to the entire voicemail was, Oh, my God, I'm dying. Why is Megan talking about her? We're not going to get into that. But it was extremely, extremely detailed. and Probably it, a little bit so embarrassing, embarrassing, I'd imagine. So embarrassing. She was dying as in like she just thought it was really funny? Yes, well, she thought it was hilarious. she took it well and that's didn't amazing. take it the wrong way. There was also a moment, this isn't like anything too crazy, where uh, Redhead uh, licked Loudmouth's hand from the back seat. And Loudmouth goes... Go for it, I guess. I mean, I showered, so my hands are clean. Interesting. <laughs> so, have, have you seen Loudmouth's mother since? No. Loudmouth's mother has known me since I was a very little child. And since Loudmouth's parents are divorced, I do not see her mother, but I do see her father. And thankfully, Luckily for you, yeah, mother. you don't have to see her. That would be a little bit awkward. That would be extremely awkward. Honestly, though, she like the fact that she lo- like laughed at it or whatever thought was funny was pretty. It was the best result you could ask for. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Yeah, at least she's got a sense of humor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, Forrest. So oh yeah. You had a pretty decent one. You said. Yeah, this happened like a week ago. This was absolutely ridiculous. Which is kind of funny because talk about awkward situations. This kind of transitions well. Into Another what awkward situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, I go running a lot around our town or whatever, and before Not I much get much else to do where we live, it's literally a dead zone. But um. Oh, yeah. Basically, I'll spend like half a mile on the way back, probably just walking, trying to cool down so I'm not like sweating everywhere in my house when I get home. And on my way walking back home, I hear this guy beep to the side of me and he waves his hand out the window and something. And hey, it's a pretty you know, friendly thing. It's not like a mean like beep or anything. And he pulls over to the parking lot like a little bit in front of me. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go over and see if this I know this guy or whatever. Are you like nervous? A little bit, but like I'm friendly and I give people the benefit of the doubt or whatnot. And it's Berea. Most everybody's really nice with each other. Um, so when he pulled over, I walked up to his vehicle kind of a little distance so I wouldn't be like super close to him. Yeah, I mean, you don't know the guy, so. Yeah, and well, I didn't know the guy, especially when he rolled the window down and he, I had no clue who this guy was. Like no clue. No all. clue. I don't. He didn't look familiar whatsoever. 
but I roll the window. He rolls the window down, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, what's up, man?" And he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" So I'm just like doing good, finishing up my run, and he's basically asked me if I had a Facebook. And it's a little weird to ask somebody. He was giving kinda... me some interesting looks, um, potentially sexual. Oh I, Jesus! Oh my God! <laughs> potentially. Um, so I got the idea that he was probably he swung the other way. And I have nothing against that. I just don't play that game. Yeah, uh, fair enough. And um, again, that's like the beginning of the conversation. So maybe I'm just overestimating it or whatever. But as I get into it, I'm like, no, I don't have a Facebook. But um, hey, you don't actually have a Facebook, do you? I really don't. Yeah, you don't. You're not on social media. I, I don't use social media that often. So uh, I thought it was just a little strange that he brought it up or whatever. But afterwards, um, I was just like, no, man, I'm just trying to finish up my run or whatever. So I turned around. I was about to walk off. And he's like, so do you think I get your number? And he tries to get my social media and then my number. He's giving me very strange looks. I've never seen the dude before. And so I just asked him if he knew my parents by any chance. Like, I said, yeah, you, your, your parents are kind of well known. Yeah, and he's around the same age as they would be. And he had no clue. He had no clue who I was. He just thought I looked familiar, probably from running before or whatever. And yeah, he, he was just giving me seductive looks and all these really creepy take things. you in that truck. Yeah, he would have thrown me back in the truck or whatever. Probably some candy back there or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Uh, but after that, after the number thing, I put my headphones back in and turned around and bolted. So was, it, it was like more creepy vibes. It was very than like friendly vibes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I did not walk the rest of the way home. I ran the rest of the way home. I don't yeah. care if I was that's sweating not, at that point. That's not like friendly, like hitting on you vibes. That's like creepy, right. like seductive vibes. That's what it sounds that's like. That's like, 100%. I'm going to put you in the back of my truck and tie you up vibes. 100%. It was like, I understand why girls now, especially at late at night and stuff, they walk around Pepper Spay and are just always careful around their surroundings. I felt like a, like a girl at like 12 o'clock at midnight. <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, that feeling is always there and never goes away for women. Oh, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. Really? <laughs> that happened about a week ago, but yeah. About a week ago. About a week ago. Yeah, that, that takes me back to when I was working at Walmart. And uh, there was this guy. He worked front door, and we'll call him Gingerbread. Okay. We'll call him Gingerbread. Gingerbread, gingerbread. Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. all right. We'll call him Yes, he did. Yeah, I'm going with that yes. one. Yep. And uh, so this this guy... He always had a liking to me, and he always seemed really friendly, didn't have many friends, so on and so forth. And one day I walked up to him, and I was like, hey, man, how are you doing? You know, I just started working here, just making small talk, just trying to get to know people around there. And he seemed all right. He was a little awkward. Got to talking to him for a while, you know, ended the conversation there. About two weeks later, he walks up to me, and he's like, hey, man, you got a Facebook, blah, 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 blah. And I gave him my Facebook. Over a couple of months' time, he slowly starts talking to me more, asking me to go out to, like, his parents' house and have, like, a barbecue, which is, like, really weird. <laughs> I mean, if it was a good strange. barbecue. Were you guys on a good friends basis when he asked this? No. I talked really. to the guy, like, five times. Okay. Because he was awkward. It was just kind of hard to talk to him. Yeah. And he invited me over to his parents barbecue which is just weird because the guy's like 35 oh wait hold yeah, on and he's he's still and living at home and how old are you parents. oh okay how old are you at this point uh, i was 21 at the time okay at least okay oh so this was that wasn't like terribly long ago no it wasn't terribly long ago <clears throat> and over time he slowly asked me more and more and more to hang out and so on and so forth it's like you kind of developed a stalker Yes. And you went to that's, the barbecue. That's quite literally that's what it terrifying. turned into. It makes sense where you got the transition there. Yeah. And uh, 
eventually with like my mental health issues and stuff like that, we got on the topic of, you know, having problems. And this is when I found out that he was gay because he was talking to me and he winks at me after I tell him a couple of my problems and all that. And he says in the most seductive way possible, you can let your load off on me at any point in time. That's a little little creepy to say to somebody. And then two days later, he asked me out on a date. Oh, shit. I put my two weeks in that next week. (laughs) Oh, no. And it was more of the fact of how creepy it was. Yes. It it made me extremely uncomfortable and I could not get away from that guy. Because I was I was a cashier. I was at the front of the store, right next to the doors, and he was and the it door It sounds reader. like he was like yeah, almost stalking you to a degree. Yeah, it, he was. Sounds like uh, because my I was, personal stalker in real life. I was one of the only people that would you know have small talk with him. Like he'd walk yeah. by and he'd say, "Hey, what's up?" That sounds like one of those. What's doing, like one of those you know, like crime shows? Like you try to be nice to somebody, and then you end up being the one who's the victim and gets killed. Yes, <laughs> yes. So, it's not like trying to be the a friend with someone at school, you know. Like yeah. they're just being creepy. You uh, so you end up going to like the barbecue and all those hangouts beforehand, and then eventually just things no, got. Did you? I, I was just saying. I was. Oh, did you I go did to the barbecue? Not go. Oh, oh geez. No. I was curious. But eventually, you guys just hung out or whatever. No, never hung well, out. Well, how do you eventually come out that he was gay? You was that at like Walmart? He just shot a shot. Oh, like a hey, break you know, or props to shooting your shot, man. Yeah, I mean, props to him. Yeah, I don't roll that way. Right. That's what my favorite new phrase is. Um, I don't play that, or it's like I respect the game, but I don't play it. Something yeah, like that. That's yeah, a good. Like, that's a good way to put it. That's kind of. That actually is. It's nice, and it's like, it comes out. Uh, what you want to say? <laughs> yeah, but no, like, and I, I would have been completely cool with it if you know after that he had. Like, if he wasn't like it. creepy about it too. Yeah. That that was the biggest thing. Like I, it was just I couldn't get away from him, and you know even after that point I told him you know okay I don't I don't want to talk to you anymore you're making me very uncomfortable, all this stuff and he would still make it a point to talk to me. Yeah, because like I've been That's, I've yeah. I've been hit on by people like like men before, right. and it's like it doesn't bother me at all. I was like, oh cool, and we're friends. But it's like the same thing like with a girl, like when they hit on you and it's like creepy. Yeah, you know, like stalker vibes, and it's like you just get creeped out. It doesn't matter what gender they are or like what their sexuality is. It's like when they're like they get that creepy vibe, you're just like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, and I don't mind it because you know, I mean, it's still kind of a compliment. Yeah, a oh, for sure. Yeah, I take you, it as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, they, I absolutely they see take you as I attractive. Yeah, absolutely take yeah. it as a compliment too, and I get hit on by the, either either, either sex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's it's just the fact of like the approach you take. Yeah, no, that's the, that's the, the biggest that's, that's thing. how like girls get creeped out. I think too sometimes. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, listen. Okay. So I was at a gas station one day. This is just a really quick random story that I thought about. And this guy pulls up next to me, makes the longest eye contact I've ever had with a stranger while I'm sitting there pumping my gas. And he gets out of his truck and he's at least in his 30s. Keep in mind, I'm 18 and I'm in my work clothes and all of that, just trying to peacefully fill up my gas tank. And he comes up to me and he comes up to me and he starts it off with, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I'm good. How are you? Just to be polite. I'm not going to be a bitch. But then he goes, he turns around for me, turns back around, makes the eye contact again. And he goes, I don't suppose I could get your number, could I? Because there's not that many pretty girls around here. And I just moved here. Guy was fucking 30. He had to be at least 30. And I was like, like no. his, was his tone like creepy? Like the yes, way he, he was so creepy, and his body language was so creepy. He was so just like all over. Well, obviously, like, it. Twitchy. 
Yeah. It was so awkward. There's obviously no better place to hit on a girl than a gas station. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there trying to pump my gas right. and you're gonna come up and ask for my number and, and then when I told him I had a yeah, boyfriend. No, he he done that three sixty though to show you he can do tricks. Oh, for sure. He can <laughs> oh, yeah. Dance. yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> no, you know what the worst part is is I hate when guys do this. I will come in and I'll say I have a boyfriend and he goes, Oh dang, lucky him. Why is that? It's just so awkward. That's just cringe. Speaking of lucky him, I kind of got lucky the other night. So we were at a fire at my place, and you guys came later. Oh, yeah. And so we were talking about the the podcast episode and what we were going to do for it with our previous special guest, Gabby, who was on the episode. And I brought up you, Forrest, and that uh like we were talking about the episode and what the story you're gonna tell and i was like about to slip up i was like and she caught that i was about to slip up and she's like what and i was like oh nothing it's it's not my secret to tell it's forests and she like took it almost like personally she's like yeah she got irate she got hot and i like i mean hot she's like tell me the secret is it about me i'm like no gabby it's not about you it's about forest i promise and she like picked up a hot brick and was like holding it by myself you better tell me or i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna mess up your face and i was like oh my god and then i was like gabby no no it's really not has nothing to do with you it's just forest secret i promise but speaking of forest secret so take me back to when you were on your way to Nashville to see a Tinder girl. I oh. mean, I have a, obviously last week we talked about yep. my my experience with Tinder girls and girls online. So I'm curious to hear about this one. We've got another one. Uh, this is a story about me going to Nashville to lose my virginity, which is obviously a big topic <laughs> oh here. God. Hey, it's, dude, what a better place to do to get right, nasty right. in Nashville? Like, come on, like yeah. Um, basically, the whole premise behind it was I was just. I didn't really find any of the girls around where I lived that attractive. And I just, well, the town we live in, there's probably like five. Again, yeah. yeah. So Tinder is a pretty good option for us people around here, unfortunately. And you weren't in school at this time, right? I was not in school. My social interaction with girls in general was very low. Yeah, the restaurant you worked at is a lot of old people. A lot of old people and just, yeah, old people, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> so uh, I've dived into Tinder a little bit and... Um, Tinder has some interesting people on it, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. People are down to fuck. There's people who want like long-term relationships looking for it on Tinder. It's very difficult to do that. But essentially, I ran across this one girl who lived in Nashville. We'll just call her Nash uh, for short right now. And we kind of just talked for a couple weeks. And eventually, she was like, you should definitely come up to see me. And I was still working quite a bit at this time. So eventually, I just had to ask for a weekend off. Uh, I got that weekend off in the future. And I went to go see her for... So on the way down, were you pretty nervous going to meet this person? Oh, 100%. Like, I made sure beforehand that we video chatted. Uh, we did a ton of, like, uh, just voice calls and stuff beforehand to make sure that it seemed pretty legit. Yeah, you definitely... Definitely. Didn't I yeah. give you some advice on that because of the Denver Especially thing? Especially with the Denver scenario. Yeah. Uh, I did not want to get catfished <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. No, that's a good thing you took those measures. But, I, yeah, I imagine still going down that way would be pretty nervous. For sure. 100%. I mean... So... Yes. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you're good. But... Uh, did you expect to lose your virginity? Like, was that even in your mind in on my the way mind, down? Was that like the goal? Um, going down there, I 100% had the intention of losing my virginity. That was the plan. Um, I knew it might not have happened, cause, but like talking to this girl, I kind of got the idea that she was pretty freaky. A lot of sexual tension. A lot of sexual tension. She is very, she's 
got a very good physical connection with me. I could tell just from video chats and whatnot, which sounds a little weird. She was like physically attracted to you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you were pretty physically attracted yeah, to her. Yeah, absolutely. And at this point, I'm just like, you know, I'm a horny bastard. So I'm just. Yeah, like, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. When you want it, you want it. Right. Um, but honestly, it was about a three. About a three-hour drive from where I live, and um, I hit way too many McDonald's on the way up. I remember that. Um, eventually, ended up getting to Nashville, and uh, I remember as soon as I, I was driving through, there, the, like driving to the city, because I know like you haven't really driven yeah. to a lot of big cities before. This was definitely a different experience. Um, it's transitioned to three lanes to six lanes very fast, and I Oof. got pretty damn nervous, but held my composure. Luckily, I got through that por- portion of it. And ended up getting to the city itself. Did you get lost? No, I actually didn't get lost. Really? I'm impressed. I, I did not get lost, luckily. Um, well, the parking garage that she told me to go to, I did not end up finding. So I went to a different one. So in that sense, I got lost. Google I Maps mean, you still found a place to park. Yeah. I had to pay like seven bucks, I think, to park. Which oh, that's it. Bad. That's nothing. I pay more here in Lexington. Yeah. It literally wasn't bad. Um, I did one, at one point go in a one-way, the opposite way. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh, no. Two buses came like charging at me. So they were like beeping and stuff. So I'm like... I knew it was my fault. I got really embarrassed and like turned around or whatever, got their way. That's like the worst feeling ever. You're sitting like, oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> 100%. I was just glad to get out of that. And that was really it with the traffic scenario. That was that bad. Um, but other than that, I got to the parking garage. She was still at work at this point. This was, keep in mind, probably around the time changes. It's hour, it changes, hour behind. Yeah, an hour behind from where we live. Um, so we, I got there around 8 o'clock at night. She was still at work. She works at a, um ice cream shop or whatever. Really cool place. That's cool. And... um. So I was just waiting for it to get off. I was kind of walking around the city. Everybody seemed super nice. Like, I love the vibe. Um, there were these three girls who I asked them if they knew where the ice cream shop she worked at was. And they were just like, aside from everybody else, they were extremely rude. They thought I was like, I guess they thought I was trying to hit on them or something. And they're just like asking me why I'm talking to them. I genuinely just wanted to know where the ice cream shop was. <laughs> um, so... So, Aside from that, what is it? Sounds like people in Nashville aren't very friendly. It was mainly just them. Where's that Southern hospitality at? Right. But like, aside from that, I love the vibe of it. The whole downtown Broadway was really cool. Everybody's riding around on the birds. It's like scooters. big city lights kind of thing. Big change from yeah. like a small town. Great country music. I'm not even a big country music fan, but like great country music. The live music must have been really nice. For sure. I loved it. It was a big night for something too. The Saturday night and something was going on. Um, but anyways, I was waiting for her to get off work. She lives in this massive like apartment uh probably 30 stories high or whatever and it's super super nice uh she unlocks it from me she's not even home yet but she has like something to like unlock the front door from her phone from her phone oh shit jesus she probably got some money on her and i end up getting to the door and i go in and i'm just waiting in the waiting lobby or whatever and the lobby is just i wish i could show you guys it is insane there's like all these chandeliers hanging from the roof Oh, bless you. Thank is, you. It, is it almost like the lobby from like the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody? <laughs> Essentially, I was looking oh for Mosby, God. but I couldn't find him. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's chandeliers everywhere, pool table, and I was the only one down there by myself, so I was just chilling for a little while. Did and you shoot some pool? I did. I did by myself. It was fun. Sweet. I was I was super nervous when I got to this point in, in the trip because yeah, I'd imagine like being in a place you've never been before, yeah, especially never met this by girl, yourself. and you're uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, like right. please don't get catfished. Right. Oh and, my God. and she tells me that she's getting like changed or whatever at this point she's back home whenever i got finally got in because she had to let me in obviously and she's telling me she's getting changed and i she's like on the seventh eighth floor i think i'm at the base floor and so i'm expecting her to come down the elevator eventually so i keep hearing the elevator come down and i'm looking over waiting for her to come around the corner and all these random people are coming across and i'm waiting and if they're not saying anything so obviously it's not her 
And I'm just sitting there super nervous. That anticipation, though. That must have been such a buildup. It was awful. She probably didn't get down for like 30 minutes because girls take forever to get dressed and ready. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So uh, she finally comes down, and I look over, and it's her. It's literally her. What what was your first thought, like, run through your head? Uh, Relief. A relief? (laughs) (laughs) That she was actually who she was? Yeah, for sure. I thought about Sam's story in Denver, and I was like, holy shit. I actually got lucky with this. Uh, I didn't come to Nashville for no reason or whatever. Um and yeah, I saw her. We gave each other a big hug, and it was super genuine. And um, we were going to go out to get dinner after that. She had this really nice seafood place she wanted to take me to, but it was closed. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get to do that. So we ended up going to—I don't remember the name of the restaurant—but we ended up getting fish tacos, which sounds good. Are Ooh. very, very good for sure. They loaded Love us fish up. tacos. Yeah, they were solid. Um, waiter, waitress is all them. Very friendly, obviously. We kind of just chilled and ate there for a while and got to know each other a bit more. And we definitely connected really nicely the same way we did over video chat. And it felt good. It was honestly, I felt like a solid connection with this girl. I didn't, I didn't go there with the intentions that like, I maybe want to date this girl or anything, but like, you know, you don't just like scoping yeah, out. Yeah, kind of scoping yeah, it out yeah. getting, cause you we, haven't been the dating we like for a while, other. right? Yeah. 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 yeah so, I mean, you're getting back out there again kind of thing. I understand that completely. For sure. And um, she had some friends actually coming in from Colorado, which was the funny thing. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. No. About four or five other girls. And they're like college girls. So, I'm assuming they're probably going to be pretty wild as well. Um, and I got the vibe that, age, that the girl, Nash, was pretty, you know. So what, was she in college, I'm assuming? Uh, no, but she just worked, and I think she was going to, like... Um, Man, this ice cream shop must pay well. Yeah, It was an ice cream shop, but she also had, like, a culinary degree or something like that. I remember. Um, but, yeah, essentially, like, that happened. And then... <laughs> that happened. And then her friends ended up getting there. So we ended up hitting the bars. Um, the was, first... this your, was this your first time going to the bars? Um, yeah, this is my first so, time going so to the So you're busting two virginities in that one night, <laughs> two huh? Immediately, yeah. He's popping two different cherries Two different right cherries now. one night. Um, we meet up with our friends in this first bar. The, the vibe there is awesome. Um, everybody's just going crazy. When we get there, everybody's already super drunk and whatnot. Yeah, you had to get that, uh, some alcohol on you quick. I absolutely did. Like About, I, about what, what time happened? of the night did oh, you show yeah, up? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I got up to her place, and we met each other around 8.30 or something. And we ended up getting to the bars probably around 9.30 or whatever, because we 10, because we ate and stuff first. Uh, so still a lot of day left and we get there and like I said, vibing really well, her friends get there and they're just introducing themselves to me and they're like super friendly, very touchy, which is like interesting. Physical affection. Were they drunk? No, they weren't drunk at all yet. I they mean, just very, oh, maybe yeah. they were, ooh. They were all Filipino ooh. too. So maybe that's just part of their culture or something. Very touchy and whatnot. And so me and um, Nash start dancing and whatnot, just kind of vibing in the middle of the of the dance floor and whatnot. And these crazy party songs are coming on, pop songs, all that. And she just starts grinding on me immediately. And this is whenever I have had a few drinks. I'm kind of a lightweight, to be completely honest with you. I mean, yeah, so am I. It yeah, makes it easier to get drunk, at least. It is nice. You don't have to spend as much money and whatnot. But, um... Yeah, so I'm starting immediately. I noticed that. I'm getting a little aroused. Stuff's happening. Oh, I'd imagine. <laughs> She's grinding on me pretty heavy, and we're getting very touchy-touchy. And you're pretty physically attracted to her. Yeah, yeah so vice, that, that vice versa. This, yeah, it's the recipe for disaster for, for you in this situation. Sure. Oh, absolutely. So I'm just, you know, vibing. We're just enjoying ourselves there. And at that point, I'm sitting there thinking, holy shit, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock or whatever. So I'm like, oh, maybe we're going to go back to her apartment and move sooner than I thought. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We are out at the bar, having a great time, dancing and whatnot. And I noticed that 
when she's grinding on me, it kind of starts hurting a little How bit. How long has she been grinding on you? Like? This is like going on an hour. We're dancing. Oh, like, my This gosh. is a while. We're at this first bar. Yeah, we had a few, like quite a few drinks at this place. And um, so, yeah, I've noticed something starts hurting. And I just tell her eventually, yeah, my stomach's kind of hurt and I got to go to the bathroom. And keep in mind, the stomach hurts. Like that phrase is going to pop up quite often in this story. Um, I go to the bathroom. I'm like checking out my junk. Making sure everything's good. <laughs> and I've got, I'm, Are you still working down there? I, What's wrong with I'm you? slapping little buddy, making sure everything's good. <laughs> <laughs> he's still alive, but he's barely breathing. Uh, and um, so I get to the bathroom, and I actually do have to pee, so I pee. You guys really want to know that, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and that happened, and I'm like, all right, all right, this will surely wear off. It's it's nothing. Did, did anyone notice in the bathroom you're acting strange? Um, not in that bathroom. Not in that first bathroom. Um, but I don't, in, I don't think in like bar bathrooms, you know, anything is considered strange. Yeah. I, I'm just saying you'd be surprised what people pick up in a bar bathroom, what they see and like what they'll ask. Right. Because everyone's drunk and there's uh, like, yeah, no filter. True. You're drunk. Some drunk people are very uh, perspective. Like they're oh, very, very, pers- yeah, yeah. 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 They eyeball a lot of things. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. And so I get done the bathroom. I like let her know, hey, we should probably go check some other bars out. Just bar hop a little bit because I've never done bars or anything. And um, so, yeah, we do that. All our friends are following us around at that point. They're really cool and whatnot. And we get to the next bar. And this bouncer or whatever is at the front after we get in. And one of Nash's friends goes up to him. And she is pretty much wasted already. She goes up to him and starts talking to him, sweet talking to him, I guess. And next thing you know, they're making out. Her and the bouncer. Wait, Nash? Making out with no, the not, not Nash. Not one of Nash's friends and the oh. bouncer. As we go into the next okay, bar. Okay, I mean. Which, I mean, it, it happens, I'm, I'm sure. But, like, it was just, like, full on. They were attacking each other. It like was trying to eat each other's face. It was wild animals. Yeah, for sure. And so me and Nash kind of just look at each other and start laughing. Were there wet noises? Was there? It was, <laughs> it was it was pretty graphic, honestly. That's why me and Nash <laughs> were out of there. Like, it was, it was kind of hot for a little bit. But then we were like, nah, let's just get Not out about here. it. You got to submit this to animal. Yeah. Plan. Oh, God. It was, it was rough, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So we go there, and this is like a rooftop bar, which is really cool. And we get there. We go to the top floor and whatnot. And she's, like, really digging me at this point, I get. And we get up there, and we're kind of having a nice conversation with each other. And she's asking me, like, what my first impression of her was. And I'm like, I think you're awesome so far. The night's going great. Had a great dinner and whatnot. And um, she's super into me, obviously. So things are going super well. We got to know each other more, had a better conversation. So it's not just, you know, grinding on each other and whatnot. Not um, just a bunch of horn dogs in a bar. Essentially, yeah. We had we actually had some meaningful conversations, surprisingly. And after that happened, we go downstairs and we start dancing again. And she's, to no surprise, starts grinding on me again. And I'm enjoying it for a little bit. I'm high-fiving another dude who's getting grinded on. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. So we were just enjoying life. And out of nowhere, I feel my stomach tart, start to hurt again. And this is where I realized that I've got a very bad case of blue balls. Oh, <laughs> no. And this is what, going on like two hours? Two hours in a combination of like drunk dick at the same time. It is a disaster if you have both at once. Um, and we're probably not going to go back to your apartment for quite a bit. Um, and at this point, I'm thinking, surely to God, it's just going to happen. We're going to eventually have sex. And I'm just going to have to deal with it these next few hours. So we're just enjoying ourselves in that uh, bar for a little bit. She's grinding me, and I tell her again in the second bar. This is literally one bar from the last one. We're into the bathroom. I got to go again. And I go into the bar, into the bathroom or whatever, and I see another guy in there, and I'm kind of just standing there at the toilet trying to pee, and it takes forever. Like, my shit is, like, not working. You're like, little buddy, wake <laughs> up. <laughs> little buddy is not working. And the guy looks over at me because he sees me over there for a while. He's like, 
dude, are you good or whatever? And I'm like, I think so, man. I'm just having trouble. And he's like, you got what's going on? And I tell him, I look over. I think I got blue balls, man. I'm out there just getting teased or whatnot by my girl. And he's like, dude, that's rough, man. You just got to maybe wank one out or something real quick. <laughs> so, so, yeah. W- was this not awkward at all? For uh, we were both super guys? drunk. I was, I didn't really care, to be honest. Like, honestly, like he might have even seen my dick and I was just like, whatever. And it was just like, whatever, just two guys talking. And he was telling me to wank it out. And I was like, honestly, I thought about it for a while, but I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want like, if we ended up doing it to, to like not be as fun, I guess. It might you just want to blow your loader. Yeah. Like. I wanted, I wanted her to enjoy that, you know? If, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, I get done in the bathroom after, after contemplating it for a while and nothing happens. Obviously I just go back out there and I'm, I'm like, kind of like, I'm like almost hunched over a little bit. Like that's how bad this shit is hurting. Oh, dude, that stuff sucks. It's awful. Yeah. And I get back out there and we're just, you know, doing our thing, just dancing again. This is the, I think the third bar at this point, the second or third bar. And we're just dancing again. We get in the elevator because we're going to go back up to the top roof of this place. And when we get in the elevator, me and her just loose as a goose besides me freaking hurting and whatnot. Her friends are in there with us. It's probably seven of us total. And then this one stranger. And out of nowhere, she jumps into my arms and we literally start making out in the elevator around all those other people. And the random stranger, you could tell they were just fucking like embarrassed or whatever uncomfortable it completely awful all her friends were sitting there just going like dancing around just thinking it was hilarious or whatever <laughs> and one of them like started like stroking her hair and thought it was like hot or whatever <laughs> it was a little much like i was going with it but it was a little much um and we that was probably like one of the craziest things i've done is make out in the elevator with a bunch of just random people or whatever just, like dancing around with one poor person just sitting yeah. there like save me yeah they got out immediately they got out like on the floor below us and they were probably scarred for life. <laughs> so we get to the top of the bar or whatever, and we're just enjoying ourselves again, having a great time. And she's over there dancing with her friends. I told her I got to sit down for a second. Like, my stomach's hurting. I told her that again, unfortunately. And I sit down next to this guy, and he's asking me how my night's going. And I just tell him, listen, man, I am I told him I was a virgin at this point, And I was honestly just trying to lose it. And I'm kind of just trying to grind out these last few hours out, uh, out in public and whatnot. And he's like understanding my pain. He's like, listen, dude, just hopefully it happens for you and just deal with it. I'm sure you can get through this. And he was just a bro. He was just a bro, buddy. High five me on the way out. <laughs> it was just cool. Did he give you an advice for your first time? He he was just saying, be confident, be myself. And I was feeling fine with myself. Like I was just ready for it to happen. And I was super comfortable with this girl. So things were really good in that aspect. I was just kind of like hinting at her though, that we should go back because I was having a good time, but it was just so fucking painful. And I just wanted to get back to her apartment. And um, after we leave that bar, we go to the last bar that we're going to go to. And it's like this crazy. What one. time is it right now? It, the time perspective at this point is probably like 1230, something around there. So I'm dealing with this shit so for a couple hours. you've been doing this like how long? Like four hours of this? No, not four hours. Maybe maybe two and a half, three. Oh, somewhere around there. Jesus. And it's, it's bad though because we get to this bar. And this is like a popping one. This one's super busy. People are bumping into you and stuff. Like and a it fat be, bar. Like this thing's like just so many people. Yeah, it was a two single or double floor bar, two story. It wasn't, but so like it was packed on the base floor though. And it was one of those ones where they were like singing live music and whatnot. And we got up close to the front of the stage or whatever. We were just vibing with each other. And like, I was like getting all up in her business and she was all up in my business. And there was this other, like we weren't a couple, but there was obviously this other couple next to us and they were just attacking each other, like full on making out and whatever, right in front of the center stage. And people were like cheering them on and stuff and whatnot. And I look over at her and I says, you know what? I think we can beat them. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> and I was just like, I, my confidence was through the roof at this point because we were vibing really well. And so you're doing all this with your stomach, like eating you alive. Yeah, I, I didn't care. Like I was just having the time of my life. Pushed to the pain. And I was still drinking, which was probably a terrible idea. Um, like I felt fine, though. So I was like, why not drink? Just have this buzz going on for as long as possible. And um, 
So she jumps in my arms again, and we start making out. And I hear the crowd is getting louder and louder. They're like roaring, like hearing, we're seeing both of us just going at it or whatever. Essentially, just mano y mano <laughs> attacking each other, and they probably won or whatever because they were just like plastered out of their mind or whatever. And after a while, we we kind of just got tired of each other's face, if we're being honest. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so your face probably got pretty tired. Did the other couple realize that it was a competition? Yeah, they one hundred percent. The guy like looked over and did this to me or whatever, like threw up a peace sign or like. So you you guys are sitting here eyeballing each other. I kind of like sure we took. Breaks. We took breaks, like breaths or whatever, away from each other, just so we could look over and see what I was can, happening. I can literally like imagine, like it's almost like people coming up for air, like when they go <laughs> snorkeling yeah. or something. They yeah. dive under, they see we, something cool. You come, you're like, <gasps> going back in. That's what happened essentially. And we were like bumping to other random people or whatever, but they were still just cheering us on, thinking it was awesome. And we probably lost or whatever. It was whatever. How they, long do you think you guys made out? I mean, 15 minutes, honestly. Oh, my God. It Jesus. Was, but, like, not straight, but, like, you know. But still, that's a long time to be sitting there kissing someone in yeah, a bar. Yeah, like a 15-minute war going on between two different, like, couples, I guess. And after that happened, it was just, like, I was super exhausted mentally, physically, lower regionally. And <laughs> everything was just feeling just done. So we finally left that bar. I thought we were going to go back to her place at that point. And then all our friends were like, oh, we're hungry. Let's go get some food. And I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> can't catch a break. <laughs> so we go over to this hot dog stand. And all our friends are like, there's two guys working at this hot dog stand. And all our friends are like, we want your wieners. We want your wieners. <laughs> <laughs> so they go up to these guys. And they're just like laughing or whatever. Think it's hilarious. And Nash looks over at me and says, oh, I got that covered. I got my wiener and whatever. Oh, it looks like right <laughs> at you. Oh, it looks right at me. That's and I'm what like, you knew. I was just like. Yes. And just yes. Like, Ow. And then, <laughs> it's about to it's, go. It's about to go. It's OV, baby. Right, right. It was it was feeling good. I was super on top of the world at that point, but I was like, just hurry up and get your hot dogs and let's get the fuck out of here. Um, and as they're just buying their hot dogs or whatever, I'm just back there with Nash and we're just waiting for him or whatever. And they're just hitting on those guys or whatever. And this one homeless guy walks up behind me and he starts tapping my shoulder and it like kind of startled me or whatever. I didn't expect it. And he starts asking if I can buy him a hot dog for, or not buy him a hot dog. He wanted money at first, just straight up money. And I was like, listen, man, I only got a card on me. I can't do that right now. And he kept asking over and over. And I was like, dude, I don't have money on me. And, you know, eventually I was like, can I just buy you a hot dog? Are you hungry? And he's like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I go up to the front of the line and I'm like about to buy him a hot dog. And I look around and I see him like scratching down his pockets or whatever, like reaching in his pockets a little bit. And I'm thinking this is really sketch. It's like kind of made you a little bit nervous. A little nervous. I didn't know if he was going for a weapon or whatever. It definitely seemed like it. Um, so at that point, I was like, I got him the hot dog and I handed it to him or whatever. And I was like, hey, man, there you go. Um, we're going to get out of here or whatever. And he kind of just eventually made his distance. But it was just a super strange scenario. I just want to make sure we didn't get shanked or anything. Yeah, dude. That <laughs> sounds a little sketchy. Yeah, it was fucking awful. But uh, we finally get done there. We say bye to Nash's friends. And we hop into a taxi on the way back. And she grabs a hold of my upper thigh like really high at that point And like... I could feel it. Like, obviously, I had drunk taking blue balls to this point, so I wasn't feeling much. But, like, I felt that. <laughs> Your dick's, like, almost numb. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously almost numb. She grabs a hold of my upper leg or whatever. I grab a hold of her leg, just reaching up her skirt. And we were just super, like, vibing at that point, feeling each other out. It was – we were both ready, obviously. And we were just talking back there, just kind of, like, flirting with each other and whatnot. I have a question. Yes. Did she know you were a virgin? Not at this point. Not okay. at this point. But I do make that clear later on. Um, because I thought it was fair to let her know. So like, oh, if I, sure. you know, did something weird, she was like, what the fuck was that <laughs> or something? Um, but yeah, so we finally get back to her place and like, she was like, you want to watch a movie? And I'm like, sure. What do you like? Uh, she was like horror movies. And I'm like, oh great. I fucking love horror movies. 
Um, so we're saying the horror movie that gets turned on and never gets watched. Uh, right, right. Yeah. We, I'll, I'll get to that. But it was like, yeah, I don't remember the movie. To put it at that. We get to her, uh, we're staying at her friend's place. I had to pay 50 bucks for the night. I was like, whatever. That's it? That's not it, bad? You would pay like 350 400 for a hotel down there. That's right. It, oh, was, yeah. it wasn't bad, honestly. And the funny part about this story is like we stayed at her friend's place and her friend was fire. She was like 28, 29, but like. Was that the one that wanted me to come? She wanted our. She wanted Sam to go too. And honestly, he, he would have gotten some pussy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just being honest. Like this girl might have hopped in on a three-way. Like if I wasn't so inexperienced at the time, like oh, she. Seriously, might have. Um, but she just had a different room off to the side, and she was like, Hey, you guys enjoy your stay or whatever. She brought a mattress out, so we just stayed in the living room. She's in her living room. We're in her living room or whatever. Like, she could probably hear noises if noises were made. Oh, for sure. Pretty easily. And um, we started to turn on the movie. I think we watched Hush, if you guys know what that movie is. I think so. Such a good movie. Such a Can't relate. But yeah. You've got to go back and rewatch it, man. Okay, okay. Fair enough. We turned it on. I think I remember watching about five minutes in, and. It seemed like a good movie, so I believe you guys, obviously. Um, but then I know where, like, I'm trying to, like, give you guys a good picture, the viewers, of, like, what the scenario is looking like, what the setting is looking like. I'm on the mattress, and she she's playing Big Spoon at this point, which is, like... Really? Like, that's a dynamic. Like, I didn't I didn't really know what was going on, but she kind of just, like, grabbed onto me, and I was like, okay, whatever. And um, she reaches over, like, me and starts grabbing my dick at this point. This is the first time she, like, straight up just grabbed my dick with her hands and whatnot, so I was like, oh, okay. So there, there, <laughs> there, was, there was no making out or anything oh, before this. Oh, well, at that point... She, she just went straight in. No, she grabbed my dick, I turned around, and then we started making out. Like, we were just laying there on the mattress, we started making out for a little bit, and because I'm still a virgin at this point, I didn't know exactly what was to follow after that. We were making out for a bit. She starts pulling my pants down. I'm like, okay, I guess this is going to happen. And I was just going with it. And it felt natural. Like, she made me feel super comfortable, to be completely honest. I got really lucky. She seemed very experienced, which, you know. Oh, that's good, yeah. Especially for your first time. Right, exactly. It's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not. It's going to help me out in the long run, hopefully. Uh, But, um... After that happens, she starts pulling my pants down. I can't repair it, obviously, boys. I'm you know, trim shaved down hope there. I would so. I kind of knew what was going to happen. Cleaned up very nicely, showered beforehand and whatnot, and I had my condoms on standpoint. And she pulls my pants down, and, you know, everything starts happening. She starts blowing me, and it felt good, but I thought it was going to feel better. And that's because I still had blue balls going on and drunk dick or whatever, so I was just sitting here thinking, is she just like terrible or am I like gay or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, this is the moment. I figured right, it out. Right, right. I was. Gotta go uh, back to the dude in the truck. Right. It was like straight up happening. And I was sitting there thinking in my head, like having a whole hypothesis while she was doing it. Like wondering, wondering what was going on. Yeah. And so eventually I was just going with it and I kind of just grabbed a hold of her head and just started like. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> started going aggressive with that. I was like, this has got to feel better. <laughs> right. So this gets a little graphic. I can get into it if you guys want. Go for like, it. Okay. It gets bad because that's happening for probably like 20 minutes maybe. Oh, shit. Oh yeah. She can take it. Yeah. She was going like full on down all the way. And I'm not like. Did I'm she like, ever come up for air? Oh, yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Ooh. Like there was, it was a mess down there for a while. Just fucking <laughs> stuff everywhere. It was, it was bad. It was she bad. really wanted to get you off. Right. Right. And I was like, hold on for a second. Just just give me a sec. And then we got up and tried something different. Like I still at this point, was still virgin because, you know, you got to insert the penis in the vagina. Obviously. <laughs> to, to, you know, officially get over that. But like I stood up and then there was a mirror in the room. So I was like, let's, let's try this position or whatever. And we got to the mirror and I stood up and then she started blowing me again. And we were just looking over at the mirror and it was, it was pretty. God, I'm not gonna lie. Mm. 
it was nice. And um, that was a better position for sure because I felt like I could engage my hips a little bit more than I was. So you're like, you're you're basically, you're, yeah, face you're face fucking, fucking her pretty much. Yeah. yeah, at that point. And uh, it was a little bit better, but I still was nowhere close to getting off. And you know, when I'm at the house, just wanking something off to like porn up or something. Yeah. <laughs> It takes, like, not long at all. Like, well, think about it, man. You've been doing this since you were, like, I don't know, uh, probably 14, 13, 14. Yeah. You know so yourself you at that point. years of experience. You know every little detail. Every little detail. What to, like, go for, what the stroke is. But and that's happening. And I'm, like, thinking she's doing fine, right? And she's, like, I'm enjoying it still. But, like, and obviously we're lasting a long time. So I'm assuming she's enjoying that. And But it's it's so. She's been giving you head for, like, over Half an minutes. hour. Half an hour, Jesus. probably. Oh, my God. And, I'm hurting more than almost like feeling good, which is like, that's not right, Ooh. you know? So I'm sitting here assuming it's because I have blue balls from the whole night or whatever and drunk dick still. So I'm hoping maybe when I sober up, things will get better. And at this point, she like pretty much pushes me down on the mattress. Like she gets pretty aggressive with it. And she's like, almost like, like she's not mad, but she's like frustrated that she can't get me off. Oh yeah. So she's like, I'm going try hard mode. I'm pulling yeah. out the secret weapon. She, at that point, she still had her pants on for some reason, but at that point she like took everything off and that obviously helped me a little bit. And she threw me down and got on top of me. And so she's dominant. She she was dominant. I was just going with it. I was like, okay, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm here for the ride, <laughs> whatever. And I started like making out with her titties or whatever, and that was pretty nice for a while. And then she got on, and you know, obviously safety first. So I threw my condom on. I think it was bearskin, which was nice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I got it on, and she, you know, sat down. And immediately, I thought, holy shit, I'm. I'm not a virgin at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that was my, it counts, all right? I'm free. Do, do you have to like ejaculate for it to count? No. Okay. Just, a, just like a couple pumps and just, then you're good. Yeah, yeah. just a tip, dog. A couple, That's all you need. Just, yeah. just a, tip. a tip. We went more than the tip, obviously, and that happened, and it felt super good. Like she was really tight, if I'm being honest. And that kind of happened for a while. And I was, I'm somebody who sweats a lot to begin with, but I was just fucking. I don't even know a word. It was impulsive how much water was coming. I don't even know if that's the right. Oh like the bed was almost soaked. like a water bed. It was almost a water bed. We were sliding over the mattress and shit. It was <laughs> gross. Like if anybody, like, like you wouldn't want to watch that shit. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened for a while. We were in a position. She was on top of me riding, I guess, cowboy uh, for a while or whatever. And then she turns around and does the reverse cowboy for a bit. Cowgirl. Dang. Reverse Dang. Cowgirl. cowgirl yeah. You know yeah. the name of the positions and everything. Well, I, I don't, you know. After watching the videos, some research. Kinda know. got your knowledge. <laughs> yeah. So that happens, and it feels really good, and I'm starting to feel like I can finally, you know, th- something's going to happen. And we're doing that for a while, and then all of, all of a sudden comes back. I'm getting blue-balled once again. and uh, I guess not blue-balled, but it's It's just, like, I, in my experience when that happens, if you get blue-balled for too long, you just, like, cannot finish. It doesn't work. And you like, just can't do it. It's physically not possible, and you have to take a break. Yeah. We tried multiple different positions. I got on top of her, like – I got pretty submissive with her. Like, should I should I mention this? Like, go for it. I was like straight up choking her at one point. Like, I mean, if she's into her, that shit, it was like it's very consented, very consented. She wanted it, and that like turned me on. I guess I liked it or whatever. And you found out a lot about yourself tonight. Yeah, that night. Yeah. yeah. We were probably going at this point over an hour, and I felt like at one point I was close, but it just went away. Okay, I'm just going to say, like, in my experience with sex, this is the worst thing ever when you're about to finish and then, like, they stop or change the position. And yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. no! It's like you tell them right there, right there. Just <laughs> Yeah, just perfect. And then and then you just lose it completely. Yep. You have to put in all that work again. And we were going for probably an hour, hour and ten minutes at this point, and I'm just exhausted. Like, physically, I did not think I could go anymore. So I just said, I'm really sorry, but do you think we can stop? And, like, I, it was embarrassing for sure. 
but we stopped and we laid down into like somehow the movie was still going on and we watched the end of the movie like the last 15 20 minutes of it and saw that I don't remember what happened. Maybe he killed the girl or whatever. I don't really remember. We'll go back and watch it. But um, we I looked back over and she fell asleep. Really? So either she was really exhausted or just bored. She's probably really <laughs> exhausted and drunk. A little bit of both. And I was like, oh, fuck me. I missed my chance or whatever. And then I was like, fuck it. I'll just go to bed. We'll see what happens the next day or whatever. Maybe I'll feel better. And probably like only an hour. Did you actually sleep? Yeah, I felt fine to lay down and rest. It was a little sore, but like I felt What fine. about the bed? The bed? What do you mean? You said it was sweaty. It was sweaty, but like I could still sleep on it. Like I okay. was tired at this point from the bars and driving up that day. What? <laughs> you know? mm. uh, it was just gross. I, c- I couldn't do it. It bro. was a little. I've a done little, it. I mean, it was a little. Gross. I was just curious. I know some people can't. Right, but um, so that happened, and we fell asleep for like an hour, hour and a half. I wake up. I went over to get some water because I was just like dehydrated as fuck. That and, horrible feeling after you drank a lot, yeah. Yep. And I look over and I see that she's like waking up or whatever. So I asked her if she wanted a glass of water and I brought her a glass of water over. We drank our water and kind of just sat there for a second. And then she just jumps back on top of me. We start making out again. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, here we go again. <laughs> I didn't really have a choice of what we were doing. And this time was so much better. Like I felt normal again. And we probably lasted for like – or did, I lasted. Did you Did you – Yes, I finally did. Did you put a helmet on your soldier? <laughs> I put a helmet on. Oh wait, getting to that for a little bit, I had a we had, or I didn't have another condom. I thought I would you know get off on the first one. She had an extra one. She came. Oh prepared. good, good. And she put it on, and we were getting off for a little bit. But then like when I got to the point where I felt like I was about to get off, but then I got like the worry, like reality that it might not happen. I was like, you just mental go. block. I asked her, do you just want to go raw for a little bit? And I knew it was risky, obviously. Oh, you're getting very, dang, very risky yeah. for your first time. Oh yeah. God. And because, like, I just thought it wasn't possible. I could fucking ejaculate at that point. That was why. So what was the difference on and off? Holy shit. Off? I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's what the difference was. Yeah. I took it off, and then that happened, and I was like, holy shit. And I pretty much had to, like, toss her off of me because I knew otherwise she was going to have a little mini, mini forest. Mini forest? <laughs> <laughs> Running around. Uh, so that happened. I tossed her off, and... When I tell you, this is probably the most graphic part of it all. When I tell you, this is the biggest gum shot I've ever seen. It is absolutely the biggest gum shot I've ever seen. (laughs) Videos I've watched in the past. It doesn't matter. This beats them all. Uh, I throw her off of me, and the cum shot goes flying over my body, like over my head. I see it just like, woo! (laughs) Just zooming over. And it hits this pillow, like her friend or whatever, her pillow on the couch. Just a splatter of it all over the place. And then she's like climbing back on top of me, and she like tries to like get the rest of it, and she swallows the rest of it. Oh, my God. Where did you find this girl? There was still quite a bit of it, and she swallowed pretty much the majority of it. And, yeah, at that point, we were both just laying there on the mattress, just dead. I was kind of grossed out by the fact that she, like, swallowed the rest of it, and I didn't want to make out with her for a little Because <laughs> 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 I was like, I don't want to taste that. And we just laid there on the mattress probably, like, 30 minutes or whatever. and Or actually no longer because we were waiting for a while. And that was essentially when it happened. Um I was like, were you relieved? I was super relieved it finally happened because I was bummed out the night before. Oh, yeah, I'd imagine. Um, but my shit was... That probably that probably felt pretty good. My shit was so raw afterwards. Oh, though, I do. It was, yeah, I could imagine. That, that's a long time to, to be doing stuff. It was bad, yeah, man. But, like, that was essentially the story of me losing my virginity. Like, the rest of the... So, wait, how did when did you tell her that you were a virgin? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I skipped that. But, like, whenever she was about to go, like, sit on me or whatever, I was like, hey, listen, I didn't really mention this, but actually I'm a virgin. And she was like stunned by it and i thought she I was like oh shit i messed up and she was like hated that or something but she loved it she was like that's cool 
Uh, and she was like excited, like take that from me, I guess. Oh geez, this girl is a freak. Yeah, I, I got a freak for sure on the first time. I mean, that's probably not a bad thing. Better than like some awkward, like, I needed, really awkward. Sex. I'm, I'm a little bit shy for sure. So like, whenever I put myself in that scenario, I was like, I guess I needed somebody you, to push you me. You found a it bit. the perfect girl. That it happened. Yeah, it was nice. But like, it happened. We talked about it a little bit the next day, and like she said, it was like some of the best she's ever had. And I was like feeling really good about myself because I was like thinking, I was like embarrassed after I was like, I'm sorry if that went bad or like didn't how you expected it. But she was super pumped with how it went and everything. And then keep in mind, like the whole time I was there, she was like buying everything for me. So she offered to like buy breakfast for me the next morning. And I was like down because I was going to stay the majority of the next day. And we go to this super nice, like, I guess at this point it's like brunch. So we go to this super nice, like, <clears throat> Uh, rooftop diner or whatever. We've got this like boom boom shrimp, which is like that sounds really good. Fried shrimp with this really nice sauce on it. Um, what else do we have? We had like sandwich these humongous turkey avocado sandwiches. They were just Nashville does it right with the food for sure. Super good. Uh, we did that for a little bit, and then we rode around on the little bird scooters for like <laughs> the majority of the day and took a lot of pictures and stuff. And I'm pretty sure no. No, that didn't happen. <laughs> I was thinking, I thought we made out again, never, whatever, but we never made out again after that. Um, but yeah, we just pretty much just rode around the scooters. We went to souvenir shops and stuff and got to like, I got to see a bunch of cool stuff. And we even rode on one of those like um, buses or whatever that had the pedals or whatever. Oh, that's you cool. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So it sounds like you guys had a good time. Like after we just too. enjoyed, yeah, like we could spend some time together. Yeah, it wasn't just like a fuck fest. Like we got to enjoy each other's company. That's like, good. Yeah. It was nice. It was nice. It wasn't just sure. a, a quick fucking leave kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't like get up the next morning while she was still like asleep or whatever. Psych. And leave. I'm out. Yeah. So I, I, I got to ask because it was never answered. Oh, okay. What's up? Did you clean the pillow and the couch? <laughs> yeah, or did you just leave it? So the mattress we were on originally, we cleaned up everything, obviously, and threw it in the washer and then dried it and whatnot. The pillow, however, I flipped over. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> so there is, a, to this day, probably a nasty Oh, dude, she probably found that shit, and she, it was probably all gooped dude. all over her couch and shit. <laughs> you left your mark. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she <laughs> laid down one night, like, tired from work or something, and she, like, got stuck she in the flipped, pillow. What is she this? flipped over the pillow, said Forrest was here with a smiley face. <laughs> Ooh, why yeah. is my pillow so crusty? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, never cleaned up. Um, I feel a little bit bad about it, but it's kind of funny to this day, I think. Um, was there anything else from the particular night that you guys want to know before I get into the rest of it? What happened with this girl? Like, do you, have you ever spoken to her again after this? Like, what exactly happened with Can her? Can I bring that up? More than welcome to. Okay, well, I actually hit her up. It just sparked something in me. I hit her up tonight, and we, like, I don't know. She might have some. She might have said something. Like, I'm kind of waiting for a text or whatever. Like, I just hit so her wait up. a minute. So wait. You're telling me this happened months ago, and this is the first time you've talked to her since? Yes, yeah, like five months ago wait did you just like never talk did you after ghost her no not exactly like we not exactly. let me get let me get to the end that's at the end <laughs> yeah, hold on yeah, yeah, <laughs> wait yeah, yeah we were enjoying the rest of the day and whatnot and um i'm trying to remember yeah, it's right around the birds and whatnot just enjoying like souvenir shops and i got a few souvenirs to bring back home for my family and whatnot and we go back to her apartment i'm grabbing my stuff because she had her apartment and then her friend had her place um but yeah, so we get back to her apartment. I'm packing up my stuff and just getting ready to leave essentially. And we're kind of just talking to each other, saying how we had a great time each or whatnot. And she wasn't really looking for a relationship or anything at the time. So it's not like she was like, wanted to like, she liked me and stuff, but she wasn't like super like, she didn't want to see me all the time and stuff like that. And I was cool with that. Like I was like, I genuinely was. I'm not salty or anything. Um, like we were just like on, that was a night. We had a nice time together, whatever. We might see each other down the line and see where things go um so that was essentially it and we didn't even text each other for about five months after that so 
it's not like we didn't like we hadn't it was kind of mutual we had a mutual thing we didn't like leave on bad terms or anything like that I ended up leaving my belt at her friend's place, though. I figured that out the next day when I had to go to work. <laughs> so oh, no. that was unfortunate. Um, but I got to borrow my dad's belt, luckily. I mean, that's very off topic, but, you know, happened. Um, but I'm leaving, and the whole drive back, I'm feeling like – I'm feeling like – You're feeling pimp, good. Man. I'm Top feeling of the world. <laughs> Top of the world Cloud for sure. Nine. On the whole way back, it was awesome. Were you playing that song, I Just Had Sex? With Chris <laughs> Brown or something? No, but like some good vibes and whatnot i was hitting up all you guys like letting you know how it was oh i remember it, it was the best you're like i did it <laughs> yeah i finally did it boys and it happened and i get back i'm trying to figure out like what i may have left off because i get back and it happened obviously we had a good time i guess the, the point you brought up is like i never really hit her back up i guess but we left on mutual terms or whatever i don't really feel like we talked out like we probably could have talked it out a little bit more and you think there was some feelings there maybe maybe but like it was just so like we were drunk for a lot of the night and whatnot. Like we had a good time the next day, and that's kind of what like sparked something in my mind. Hmm. Maybe if we live closer together, maybe we could try something like work something out or something. But nothing really came of got, came of it or whatever. But like until tonight, you until tonight, to like I we started we brought the store and I was like, you know what? Why not? Let's hit her up and see what's going on. And who knows? Maybe Nashville will uh, happen again at some point. Damn, that's pretty crazy. But um, that's pretty much it for me. Do you want to like? I mean, add anything? I'm trying to think, <laughs> but like. Like you, how like how drunk did you get from like one to ten that night? Oh, because <clears throat> you mean, didn't really specify too much. And I was just curious. Yeah, you said you yeah. had like a buzz. So. When I go to like a bar or something, like I tend to like do pretty good with drinking. I don't want to get too over drunk, but I know I can get to a point where I'm feeling like super loose. And you're not and I was sick. feeling good. I'd say on a scale from one to ten, maybe like a six. So, speaking of like being drunk and being like a one to ten six, like or a one to ten scale, Austin, <laughs> I think the night when you were hot tub time machine like explain this to me like how drunk were you this night you said like obliterated it's yes like I off get, the chart i got absolutely obliterated probably <laughs> drunkest i've ever been in my life uh let me give a little backstory here so i was 19 i was living with <laughs> my cousin <laughs> i was living with my cousin at the time who still lived with his parents that must be an interesting dynamic. Yes, it, it, it was very interesting. And uh, so let's see. We were 19. We had to have a buddy of ours who was obviously of, of age. age to go buy the alcohol. So we ride with him to go pick up the alcohol. We get a, I think it was a fifth of Wild Turkey 101, a fifth of Southern Comfort Bourbon, two six-packs of, uh, I think it's Red's Apple Ale. Yeah had all that and i obviously that's a lot for, of hard liquor for four people that that's a lot of hard liquor that's way more than enough <clears throat> so we're on our way back and we're thinking the whole way back how are we gonna hide this how are we gonna hide this because you know we were underage oh and so we you were, were hiding this from her from our not her but his parents from his parents yeah yeah we'll uh we'll call one cousin t okay the other one rod okay so we got so, T and Rod. Yes, T and Rod. Yes, T and, Rod. and then we'll say Coda for our friend that was of age. Okay, cool. So we're all sitting there thinking of how to hide this, and we're maybe three minutes from the house, and we're like, okay, we're just going to stuff it in a backpack and throw it at the side of the house. We'll just leave it until... What kind of rationale was that? <laughs> I, 
We were 19. <laughs> didn't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I had, had no clue. You were 19. You didn't have brain cells at that point. You're right. still trying to develop. And you were about to kill any brain cells you had. Exactly. Yeah, I probably don't have brain cells because of that night. But uh, so we toss it on the side of the house. We go in. We're just talking, hanging out, you know, probably played like some Call of Duty or so, something like that. And, you know, it comes around time for his parents to go to bed and everything like that because they have work the next morning. And keep keep in mind, I had work the next morning. So... And you decided you wanted to drink. Fuck yes. It. 19, fuck it. Yeah. How fuck young, it. I, young, I, I was 19. Young and dumb, bro. Yeah, exactly. Got to do it at some point. I have no other talk. But, uh, so... We're waiting for them to go to bed. We give them, like, an hour after they go to sleep. And we... We would get in the hot tub like every night at this point. Just go so out it's nothing there. new for the like the parents to hear you getting in the hot tub probably. Yeah, yeah, that's sleep. that's that's nothing new. We done this every night. We'd just go out there, chill, hang out, listen to some music, talk about wh- whatever, just anything that was going on. And uh, we go get in the hot tub. We got this big Bluetooth speaker, bumping anything from Migos to like. Pretty much country. It was nice. like that all over the country. place. Yeah, right. it, I mean, you never knew what was coming <clears throat> on next. And uh, Coda walks around the side of the house, and he grabs all the alcohol, brings it over there, you know, ju- just in case his parents walked out. Don't know what we was thinking because, you know, obviously if he's carrying alcohol around there, what are you going to do with it? You're going to drink it. So we start drinking. We started off easy. We all crack a reds. We're just kind of kicked back and right. just vibing. Yeah, pre-gaming. we're we're just sitting there sipping on it. You know, not trying so to. go Did crazy. you have plans to get obliterated? Oh yeah, I had every intention okay. of getting messed up. So we get about two reds down, and then Rod looks over and he's like, "All right, boys, it's time to start it off." So he pulls out the Wild Turkey One Hundred One, opens it up. Takes a little sip of it. So we start passing it around. And by the time we got halfway through it, everybody was drunk. Lord. And drunk me, or at least old drunk me, used to love turning up the bottle. So I'm sitting there, and, you know, I've got another Red's Apple Ale. And I sit it down, and I ask him to pass me the wild turkey, and I finish it off. How much was left in this? Half the bottle. Bro, dude, that's strong shit. You guys were drunk from drinking half of it, sharing it. (laughs) Yes. Before that. Yes. Okay. So I finished off half of that. And then uh, I completely forget about the Red's Apple Ale. Someone else wound up drinking it because I guess they thought it was theirs or they didn't want to waste it or something. And we crack open the bourbon. And, you know, I'm sitting there for a while waiting to see how that half bottle treats me. And they get about halfway through it. So then I'm like, hey, hand me the bourbon. Oh, no. Dude. Kill everything except for about two sips of it. Jesus. Yes. Holy shit. I have no idea how I didn't get alcohol poisoning. Yeah. So by this point, uh, we're sitting in a hot tub, which is not a smart idea. No, not when you're obliterated like that. Well, I mean, even with alcohol in your system in general, because it kicks in so much stronger and so much faster. Right. And uh, Dakota starts freaking out. He's falling down into the hot tub, borderline drowning. So, you know, we're constantly picking him up out of it and, you know, all this stuff. And uh, 
We're trying our best to just keep him alive. So he says he's thirsty. He wants some water. Where's so. the Coast Guard? Yes. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my god, it's like for some reason it reminded me of that porno with the guy in the tub. <laughs> I don't Whoa. know why I thought about that. Like, where's the fucking lifeguard? Oh my god, I know exactly oh, what yeah. you're talking yeah. about. That's, that's, so, that's so bad. It's so one. funny. But uh so he runs inside and let me give you an idea of where this hot tub's at. So the kitchen is right at the back door. You walk out the back door, you walk onto a deck, and it's it's a pretty long deck. So on the far side of the deck away from the door is the hot tub so we're we're looking over towards the door to make sure he's not doing anything stupid so then all of a sudden all of a sudden we see the bottle of water go flying we see a glass go flying and i start freaking out i'm like okay i gotta go in here and take care of him and me as drunk as i am and you're making all this noise yes and his parents did not wake up holy crap holy shit it was a huge house ginormous house even still yeah yeah but uh so i run in to get him t hops out of the hot tub he picks me up and literally like body slams me back into the hot tub i i had a bruise all the way across my rib cage holy black and blue and uh he runs in there to go get him and koto runs to the back door and locks it so we are absolutely freaking out. Jared's sitting at the back door just lightly, or Rod is sitting at the back door lightly, you know, oh just knocking on it. And uh, me and T, we are trying not to be loud knocking on the door because you're going to wake his parents up. Yes. At the same time, like, the fuck exactly, in. because yeah. we're trying to sneak. Yeah. And uh, we run around to the front door, and luckily there was a spare key out by the front door. So we unlock the door, we run in, and... We literally grabbed this man, not throw him on the ground because we was trying to be quiet, but we shoved him to the ground and held him down until he calmed down. <coughs> so after we get him calmed down, you know, he's not breaking stuff anymore. He's not throwing stuff around. We take him and we lay him down on the couch, let him chill out for a while. During this time, we I was letting Rod back in through the back door. And I was getting ready to go change clothes. And I go in there to change clothes. We agreed to turn back to back so way we didn't see nothing because we were trying to get dressed quick, you know, just in case. Because all this whole scene was, like, super loud. Stuff breaking and everything like I that. I could imagine. I'm so surprised, like, his parents didn't wake up. If you're, I seen her throwing bottles and glass and shit yes. and throwing something to the ground. So that was the last thing that I actually remember. Because I blacked out. Oh, so is this where the time travel part comes in? Yes. This is where the time travel part comes in. So I wake up the next morning not knowing what happened. I literally woke up face down in a pillow. And I stand up and my pants are halfway off. Oh, shit. Wait, hold on. Yeah. I am freaking out. So it turns out that they took a lot of like videos and I talked to everybody eventually, you know, I mean, obviously. So I start piecing it all together and this is what I pieced together. So right after I changed my clothes, we had, we had also picked up pizza to have to eat, you know, after we got done drinking and everything. I go grab pizza and I'm throwing pizza on the walls. I'm cramming it <laughs> down my pants, and 
also eating it. And good thing oh this pizza is not hot. Gosh, yeah. Yes, well, you, it, it was. It was very cold at it this point. It would have been a very burnt dick. Yeah, you would have burnt the shit out of yourself. Absolutely. So, let's see. I'm I'm trying to remember here. So after that, I go into the living room, and Coda's laying on the couch. Rod's laying in the chair, and I have no idea where T is at this point. You know, we're all just scattered about, and. I look over at Rod, and he's got about nine bottles of ale eight laying around him. Jesus. Half of them full, couple of them open, and, you know, just bottles everywhere. And you had no context to why? None. None. That, that was like a little slight memory that I remember. And I look over at Coda. Now, obviously, this is all going based off of, like, cameras and stuff, just videos that I'm For watching. Sure. I look over at Coda and I go body slam him. <laughs> oh the my one, god! And he's like, just laying there. Yes, doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> I was so aggressive. Is Coda the one who threw you and pretty much hurt your hit ribs against the hot tub? No, that was T. Okay, so yes. Uh, sorry, uh, it's it's hard to keep yeah, up with everybody. Okay. But uh, so after this, I don't know what happened in between. Eventually, it cuts to a video of me running around the kitchen just circles around the table for absolutely no reason. <laughs> then after completing like seven laps, I run into the bathroom where the shower is. Were you screaming? Like, no, you're just running, just, running. just running. No noise. No noise. Just, what I mean, the fuck? obviously, you know, there was a stamp. Yeah. Feed. What were they doing? Were they saying anything? No, they were just it, watching you and laughing? everything was completely silent. There because was no laughing. That is so, None. Oh my God. Like no silent laughing. It was laughter. so awkward. That must be so, oh, that must be kind of creepy to watch. Just yes. watching him run around. Yeah, running in circles. Running <laughs> yeah, because we, we were trying to be quiet. You know, even though we were absolutely gone, we knew not to be loud. Be loud. I like that that's the only thing that stuck was just don't be too loud with your voices, but I'm going to shove pizza down my pants. Right. Yes. I, I'm going to stomp around. I'm going to run house. like, I'm going to like play NASCAR <laughs> around the Yes. Table. I like how you're watching these videos. It's almost like pictures in my head, like a paranormal activity. Like you're looking at the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's almost what it felt like. okay that is almost what it felt like yeah. so after running like i don't know my seventh lap around this table i run into the bathroom coda's laid out in the shower and for some reason i had it out for him this night so i run in there i'll run straight up to him and they had like the type of like shower head where you could take it off and you know you go up and down your body you know oh, with yeah. the water and everything like that so i grabbed the shower head and I take it, and I start, like, giving him right hooks like I'm Mike Tyson. What the, what the fuck? fuck? With, with the shower head. What the hell? And uh, the thing is, is, like, Rod was the one videotaping, and he just sat there and watched. He didn't do what shit. No, he didn't do anything. <laughs> what I, was, a homie. I was just sitting there just pow, 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 poor, pow, oh God, right into this dude. dude's face. You... And he's just laying there passed out. Damn, no reaction. Why are you so oh violent? Are you normally that's aggressive when you're like almost blackout drunk. No. So it's just like that you were surprised watching Maybe it was the mixture yes. of all the different alcohols that just made you go absolutely Maybe. off the walls. Like you went full caveman mode. Yeah. Yes. But then, you know, finally that video ends and we cut to another video. And it's of me chilling in the bedroom, you know, just hanging out. And then all of a sudden, I just start screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh, my God. Absolutely screaming. And after that, 
I got out of the bed. And still no parents have woken up. No. I that like... part is coming up. Oh, boy. So I run out of the bedroom. I run to uh, T's little sister's room. And he hopped in on this. It was both of us doing it. He's at the far end of the hallway in the kitchen looking for like some food or something. I, I don't know. You can just barely see him over there in the corner. I run up to this bedroom door and I just start beating it with all my force. Oh, Literally, shit. we almost broke the door off of the hinges. So did, so did he come over and start? Yes. As soon as I started beating, he like snaps his head over, just oh, no. snaps it over and darts over to me. And then we're both just sitting here beating the shit. <laughs> Surely she woke up. Yes. Surely she woke up. She did, but she was afraid to come out there. No kidding. Oh, no. oh yeah, I would be too. I mean, you I wake up in the middle of the night and all you hear is just beating on your door. <laughs> so stuff like this was not unnormal for us, even sober. Okay. Oh, we, we were all the time wild. just Fuck, acting yeah, wild. Like totally yeah. fucking with his little sister messing with yes, kind of we, thing. Yeah, we that used to put familiar. we used to put baby oil on the floor so way when everybody oh. would wake up they'd <laughs> slip and fall. You oh, know that no. that type of stuff. That that's how we were. But uh, so we we almost break this door off of the hinges, and his parents like kind of wake up. But like I said, it, this is not unnormal. So they just kind of you know went off with it, and they didn't come out. No, but you heard them wake up. Yes, like she did. Ho- that freak you out? His mom hollered for us, and you know, was that that quick? Oh, we're sober. Kind of no, moment? we just yelled, "We're fine." Oh, shit. <laughs> that was it. So I mean, still it, coherent enough th- to do that. Yeah, you. Well, I didn't. Oh, okay. One okay. of the others like, did. You know, the ones that weren't so drunk. absolutely obliterated off yes. two half bottles of hard liquor. Yes, and uh, so moving forward from there. This is just based off of what his uh, sister told me because she wound up coming out. And uh, I went back to the bedroom and I guess I laid down on the bed or whatever, got to thinking, got kind of horny or something. (laughs) Oh, no. So Thomas kicks me off the bed or T kicks me off of the bed because he wanted to lay down and I guess I'll roll off and I decided to just start jerking it on top of the <laughs> nightstand You're or just you meet on the just standing on the nightstand. Oh, yes. Just going absolutely to town. And all of a sudden his sister pops around. She said oh, she no. just pops around and sees me just jerking it on the table. And she said, I look up, do nothing. I look back up again and I freak out. I go to stand up, I slip and fall, oh and I hit the nightstand, and it snaps oh straight my. down. Holy shit. And this is when his parents get up, oh Lord. and T looks at her, says, don't say a fucking word, and he picks me up, slams me on a bed face down, hops in a bed, covers me up, and holds my head down. And he said he'd done that until I fell asleep. Oh, my God. So then I wake up the next morning with my pants halfway off. Oh, oh my Wait God. So did what was the sister's reaction to seeing you? I have no idea. Just you Like I said, I, remember I don't remember. So what did the parents say? What happened did with they the broken out? table? Oh, yeah. They, they knew because of the sister. Oh, she, oh, she ratted you guys pissed? out. Huh? Were they pissed? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a really long talk. Oh, I'd imagine. So that must have sucked. 
that next morning, I wake up, notice that I'm half naked. I pull up my pants, and I reach over to Thomas, or T, and I, I shake him, I wake him up, and I ask him, hey, where's my phone at? So he tells me where my phone is. I get up, and at this point, I'm thinking, okay, we did good last night. Nobody knows. Yeah, <laughs> little did you know. Yeah, little did I know. So I, I walk in the kitchen, I go to grab me a drink, and his mom turns around and was like, did you have a good night last night? I was like, oh, you no. I was freaking out. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I dart back. Your heart to rate like up to like 120? Uh, maybe higher. And uh, all of a sudden I hear his dad yell, boys, get your ass out on the porch right now. So... You know, we all just dart out to the porch and we get out there and he starts just like cussing us out. And little did I know that they had planned a joke on me. His dad straight up looks me in the eyes and he said, do you remember anything from last night? What'd you say? I was like, no, not really. Okay. Because obviously they knew I was drunk at this point. I was already busted. Yeah. I was being completely honest. Okay. So he asked me that, and I tell him no. And he was like, you want to know what you did last night? Oh, oh no. Dude, like, what was you, how were you feeling in this moment right now? Like, the buildup. Like, oh, I was scared to death. Were you, like, shaking almost? Uh, Probably. I was, Tremor in I, your was, hands? I was trembling in my Oh, room. my God. <laughs> oh, no. And... He looks me dead in the eyes and says, you raped her. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. That's not a joke. That's fucking crazy. That's nuts. He told me that. And you must have freaked out. Yeah, I freaked out. I was like, there is no way. I never would have done that. That is totally not like me. And he he's normal thing for him to do as far as a joke. Damn. That's that's pretty extreme. Very extreme. But still. uh, And, uh. So, you know, he gets done going on, you know, blah, 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 blah. This girl was in, like, theater. She's trying to be a professional actor. She's sitting there crying. Oh, so she can oh, milk no. it out. Dude. She can milk, milk it, it, dog. Oh, milking it like they a set cow. You up. Milking it like a cow. Go on about 20 minutes. She walks up to me, and she's like, you know, if you start dating me, we won't call it rape. What? Oh my God! They stretched it that far. They stretched Holy it that shit. far. Crap. So, you know, going on from that, thirty-five, forty minutes goes on, and we all figure out that there was videos. So, you know, we keep on going through and through and through, trying to see if you know there was any point that I was just gone, and there there was never a point that I wasn't in the videos. You know, because uh, like I was just going nuts. You know, so obviously everybody was taking videos of me. Around, yeah. And you know, finally we make it to where we're beating down the door, and that's when we realize, oh, they're playing a joke. They're trying to get under my skin. And uh, that must have been a relief. It, it was. It was very yeah. much a relief. And I I went up to the girl that you know that was accused of that happening to, and I sit her down and I'm like, be honest with me. Did anything happen last night? Because I don't think it did. 
And she finally broke character. Started dying laughing. Holy oh, and, wow. Oh, you must have a pretty good relationship with this family for them to do that. I lived with them for two and a half years. Yeah, so you have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, this was like a year in. Okay. So I, I'd yeah. already developed a pretty good you know, relationship with them. Yeah. The fact that the dad swung it and like almost made a joke out of the whole thing is just, just yeah, hilarious. That's, to yes. me. that's crazy. Cause like yeah. I mean, the amount of fear you probably had was like, dude. Oh yeah. And then the whole ultimate, you have to date me. Yes. Yeah. Were you thinking? Yes so at this so point? I got a question then. Yes. For her to pull that, there must've been a little bit of chemistry between the two of you. Her. Yes. Me. No. Okay. Oh, not so in she, the slightest. She liked you, but you didn't like her. Yes. Okay. So, what do you think whenever she said, brought up the date proposal that we wouldn't met? In, Did you actually consider it? No. So Straight shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> right then and there. I was not about to go for it. And like, um, I'd rather go to prison. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Dang. Yeah, no lie. I was I totally hope she down. never listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be rough. <laughs> she knows that already. Nice. Mm. I made that very apparent because that type of thing went on for months. Oh, and I can go into that after I finish up the story if you'd like. But uh, so this is like after she breaks character. This is like an hour before I have to be at work. How much sleep did you get? Um, like surely not that much. My guess is about three hours. Oh, and you're probably hungover as shit. You're probably still the most oh, drunk. Oh point. yeah, I was still very drunk. I was still shaking from the whole scenario too. Yeah, <laughs> so you get I mean, hammered, blackout. You sleep three hours. You're still kind of drunk, and you went to work. Yes. How did that Holy shift go? Holy shit! It went terrible. That's probably the longest shift of your life. It was an eight-hour shift. <gasps> oh. oh. On a Saturday. Oh. Super no. busy. And I thought I was going to die on the way to work. Because I like there would be moments where I was completely sober, and then that drunkenness would like kind of phase back in. Hit you. Then it would go away. out. Then it'd come back in the whole way to work. I get to work, and they put me on like a really slow register. I told them, you know, hey, I've not had very much sleep. Can I get a slow register today? So on and so forth. And they give me the slow register. You know, I check out. Two or three people goes completely fine because I'm like hyper focused on making sure everything's right. Because by this point, I'd gotten some water in me, which completely yeah, kind of helps it a lot. Completely reactivated the drunkenness. Oh, I mean, oh, I, no. I, 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 no. I was just any kind of liquid at that point. It seemed like yeah, like I was sitting at the register, just kind of stumbling. <laughs> oh my god! And you didn't lose your job after this? No. Jesus. I, my assumption is they had no clue, but somehow right. I, they had to have known. At least you got a slow register. Like, yeah, geez. that's that's probably the only reason why they didn't notice. If they didn't, notice. okay. No customers said anything to you. No. Wow. Uh, but after this point, after I realized that I was like fully drunk again, every single time that a customer would walk up, I'd say, "Hey, how are you? Uh, I'm gonna take it a little slow today. You know, I'm kind of new to this." Oh, so so oh you okay. pulled that card. Yes, I pulled that card. That I'd been working at this smart. job for like eight months at this smart. point. <laughs> so I played that card, and I think there was like seven different customers throughout the day where I would lose track of how much money I had counted, and I had to count it again. And there was one customer. I'd done that six times. Oh, my, oh God. my God. That customer probably wanted to kill himself. Yes. Right absolutely freaking out after that one. Oh, absolutely the guy must freaking have been, out. Did he get like, verbally pissed at you? Oh, yeah. He, he cussed me out. Oh, okay. 
Fair. I don't blame <laughs> no. him. Yeah. I mean, I don't either. Right. But yeah, that that was one of the longest shifts of my life. Jesus. So do these videos? I'm guessing these videos still exist. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> not sure. I haven't talked to them in months. Okay. So you're not sure. I'm not really sure. Ooh, dang man, that's wild though. Yeah. I never had him sent to me or nothing. Terrible rap. Fun fun night turned into a, a horror story almost. Yeah. Paranormal activity with the camera. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's funny now, but it was extremely scary. Oh, those are always the time. best ones, though. Extremely yeah. scary at that point in time. So how old was the girl that accused you of that and what the joke? She was, I think she was 17. Oh, okay. yeah, right. still, so yeah. she's a minor, too. Yeah. 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 That, so, yeah, that 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 added. I, just, on I wonder what her reaction was to seeing you beating your dick on a nightstand <laughs> and then falling right. and breaking it. Like, so well, she actually didn't see. Oh, she sleep. So his sister had a friend or a friend over. Oh, yet. her friend saw you beating your dick. No, she actually saw me. Her friend sleeps like a log. <laughs> well, you said she didn't see you beating your dick. She yeah, did see you beating your dick. His sister did. Oh yeah. Her friend did not. Oh, God. Her friend is the one that, you know, they said I raped. Oh, oh I was thinking it was a yeah, sister. I thought it was a sister. Yeah. I thought it was the sister, too. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Should have clarified that. Oh, that's cool. But, uh. That must have been awkward. Yeah. Right. It, it was really awkward. I saw you beating your dick last night, Austin. <laughs> and you broke a nightstand. Yeah. At least that Oh, I, I wonder if she told her parents that when she t- was snitching to you. Oh, my God, Mom, Dad, I'm traumatized. Why? Austin was drunk beating his dick on a nightstand <laughs> and he broke it. I think they did. Or uh, I think she did because I think that's where the idea for the whole. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, would make sense. No. So I'm um, surely the house was trashed at this point. You broke a nightstand. Yeah, that place was probably a oh, mess. Yeah. Did your parents eventually get a call, or anybody eventually from your side get a call, being like had to get paid for or anything like that? Nothing. No. Wow. Just, so you got no. They, they were it. super cool. Damn. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Quite, they they literally man. treated it like a joke, but at the same time, they kept an eye on us you know for like months oh for sure you're under the microscope for a while oh yeah absolutely we we was sitting on thin ice oh yeah (laughs) i love i just love the whole title of the story it makes perfect sense now yeah hot tub time machine you need to piece it all back together with video yeah it was that's crazy oh my god yeah but uh yeah that was the hot tub time machine As always, thank you everybody for listening. Please subscribe to us and follow us where all podcasts are found and on our socials. As always, I'm your host, Sam. Everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening.